crowd for homecoming. 15,080 fans. I, th- I think that was a pretty legitimate number. Uh, got to see 16,000? 15,080. Okay, 15,000. Does that... St- all right. That surprises me because does homecoming that in college has to do that much. Still bring that many people? It feels like it does. Beck and I were out there for the tailgating. Like it was a good atmosphere. Well, okay, is it is it more homecoming? And I guess because I wasn't in a in a frat or anything like that. But uh, I mean, is it to come back and go do stuff like that? Because clearly, it can't be just for the football game. I I think the football game is part of it. Like, I don't think you would come back just to hang out on a homecoming uh, bonfire. Like, I mean, they're underappreciated. I, Go ahead, me, Beck. Yes, me personally, yes. I, th- I think I, I talked to a lot way. of people. Thank you. I talked yeah. to a lot of people that were coming in just for the for the game for the weekend, and I think it's more of like, hey, they're coming in, or I'm they're coming in. It's a, it's a chance I, to get to one place to see everybody. I you have gotten see. terrible friends because. I have not had one of my really close friends ever say, you know what, we want to go back and see everybody for Tech Homecoming. Not once. Not once. Did you go now, to Tech? Is the Pope Catholic? Yes. <laughs> ever loyal be, man. Guess what? I'm No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't I, – my name is not Bleed Tech Blue. Well, that's true. So Some would say we don't bleed it, so. No, that – would you quit your pity party? Sorry. Sorry. No, you're old news hey, now. Here's, let's here's let's my, move on to the next. Hey, here's story. my analysis like that. Yeah. It's kind of like family. You know, it's like you can't talk about my little brother. Only I can talk about him that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I have deep love, but I'm also the one that gets to to talk crap about him if I want to. But you can't. But I can. I, I, I've been doing it for 20 years. That's deep love. Yeah. That's family. Yeah, you, you, you you're more <laughs> emotional about the things you love, right? One would think. You would sure. think you're emotional about the things you. Yeah. Care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't be emotional about. That's it. right. That's why the Saints are killing me. There's a lot of things I don't talk about, and I don't care about any of them. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fit the criteria. Yes. All right, eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. I just got this text message in, and uh, this has been a popular one. I think a lot of people are um, are starting to, to go this route because. I think we could all realize, even though I know you guys aren't LSU guys, that Jaden Daniels was not exactly everybody's flavor of the week for a very long time. He wasn't. And there was one that a guy that uh, that I occasionally watch games with, and he even in the Arkansas game when Jaden Daniels was going off, yeah, was still telling me everything he didn't like about Jaden Daniels and why Nussmeyer should play. That's me. Okay. Yes. I just got this text messages. Well, this is the Crow meeting. You are right. At this point, I'm not willing to go this far, but he goes, at this point, I would take Jaden Daniels over Burrow in college at this point in his season. There's no better quarterback in the country. It's not even close. I'm watching his highlights on YouTube for the fourth time today. Okay, this isn't fair for me to say because, obviously, we don't know this, but, like, the reason Burrow's still better than Daniels, like, Burrow was so special that year. Like, that last throw against Ole Miss, Burrow hits that throw. I would agree. And, like, that was a great throw by Jane Daniels. Like, Hilton Joe, And there's it. a reason Joe Burrow's the number one pick in the but draft. But Burrow hits – like, Burrow that year didn't miss on anything. No, Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow. He will go yes. down as a legend forever. Now, Jaden has a chance to – but I don't think I've ever seen anybody grow in a year as much as Jaden Daniels have. And um, while you're right, and I think ultimately – 
you're going to compare Joe Burrow. He's going to be at the top of the heap because he won a national championship yes. on one of the greatest yes. teams of all time. However, where in the hell would LSU be this year without Jaden Daniels? Yeah, they'd be six it wouldn't six. be the national championship, but it might be like five and seven or worse. That's true. Yeah. Fundamentally, I have an issue with quarterbacks that are so great in college because of their running ability because it just generally doesn't translate. Sometimes it doesn't. Very well I think it does so now Burrow, more you than watched ever, him. Yeah. But yeah. Burrow, you watched him, and you're like, you're going to play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, no and, and like Jaden probably might be a first-round pick, more likely a day-two pick. Joe Burrow was the no-doubt number one, so yeah. I mean, you, you make the comment that you hadn't seen anybody make that big of a jump. Obviously, you didn't see Ben Carlisle from sophomore year to junior year in No, baseball. no, 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 football, football-wise. I was going to say, yeah. he'd no, throw 10 all... pitches, it'd be 11 home runs his first year, and the next year he was whack pitcher of the week. I mean, it's a fair point. Did y'all play centenary? Uh, yeah, struggled against them, too. You shut Baylor out, didn't you? Yeah, one time. BC, couple, again. A couple pitches. Who, who did I strike out? It happened on a video game, so who am I to talk smack, right? I, I try to stay away from the baseball stats. Sometimes I'll get called out for my lack of quality. Well, you... I mean, Beck, if you're probably the most honest person. Y'all are, y'all, y'all are BFFs, right? Y'all talk three or four times a day. Oh, I, gosh. I, if not more. Y'all oh, are, just like women. Um, way more than that. Yeah. And, and I, I, BC is one of my favorite people to co-host with. But I think we can, even though you and I didn't play, like he kind of respects the fact that we could say like he was a mid to low mid baseball player. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. okay. His parents probably made a couple yeah. calls to the head coach, pulled some strings. Yeah. But he did exactly. it. Exactly. He's yeah. part of the team. He yeah. participated. He did it. He did it. We didn't. Generations of Carlisle's will talk about how he did BC it. BC could wear a shirt and said, I played. I Not played. a lot, but I played. So I had a roster spot. Yeah, but that year, honestly, anybody might have been able to have one. You said it, not me. And look, be, just being on the team has literally set him up for life. And that's, frank, frankly, that's all that matters. I've so made it. You've done it. So we're so proud of you. That's why he <laughs> bleeds tech blue. And bleed tech blue radio is coming up next for PC for Beck for Taves of Fox. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of the company. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick. Patrick. Complete awesomeness. The man we turn to when life hits the fan. I'll take that. Yeah. He doesn't ask for anything in return. Give me some dab. Yeah. He just wants to talk about sports. Oh, LeBron. Because Dan Patrick lives and breathes sports. Dan Patrick is sports. Wow. That seems a little extreme. And other things. Shut up. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. 
to find FS1 on your television. Go to foxsports.com for details. Go! Check, check, check them out. FS1. Check, check, check them out. FS1. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Welcome in to Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, BC. Uh, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Beck Haynes, we are nine days away from Thanksgiving, believe it or not. Hmm. Snuck up on us this year. It I really, st- it I really still think like week, it has. week zero threw me off completely. Well, it, all right. We're going to talk basketball here first, but I want to touch on that. It does feel a little weird. Obviously, obviously hasn't been a great year on the gridiron, 3-8 and eight after a loss to Sam Houston State. But it does feel weird that Louisiana Tech's last football game will happen before, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I, I can't remember the last time that occurred. No, and it, I mean, you're kind of used to, obviously, with the... What's crazy to, to me is that when you're in bowl content, I mean, you're talking past Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a lot of, I mean. Like another month. Yeah. We've had bowl games after Christmas or right around Christmas time. Yeah. And you're going to be watching college football with your family. Well, well there's two more weeks of the regular yeah, season. Yeah, you're going to be watching it, and it's going to be like, man, Tech hasn't played in a week. Forever. Yeah. And, it's kind of what, and we've talked a lot, too, about, you know, when Tech hosts home games after Thanksgiving, students are on break. It's never a great crowd. Uh, you know, we I come in here and I yell at the students, and it doesn't matter. Like they're not showing up because they don't listen to the podcast uh, very often. So uh, it will be a little different for Louisiana Tech. That's why they're not showing up because they didn't listen to the podcast. I didn't know there's a game. Hey, I got it. We can touch on it later. You hear something funny? Yeah. So I was talking to a guy at the Tech game on Saturday. Obviously, it's homecoming. You're hosting Sam Houston State. A lot of people are at the game that you know you maybe haven't seen in a while. Like we just talked about the end of the sports company, they want to meet up with their family or whoever, or their friends or whoever. Well, I was talking to a guy, and he was like, he t- was talking about a group of tech students that he was speaking to, and he was speaking to seven students. They were seniors. Five of them had never been to a game at oh. JIA Stadium, which is crazy. To oh, me. I, yeah. That's not 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 that uncommon right now. Like I feel but do like, the math, Ben. If you got four thousand students there, and then thirteen, fourteen thousand students at the school, it does make sense. I said three or four thousand. It's probably a little generous. It probably is, but it, it makes sense when you think about it. But I need to go back and look, and I don't know if you can find this anywhere. But I sure felt like in twenty twelve when we were in college, it felt like it was packed every week. I'm sure it wasn't. But it felt like it. It sure felt like it. Like, it felt like... And listen, we had some lean years when we were there. Like, there was a Derek Dooley year where I think Tech finished 4-8. and eight. I remember that last home game of the year where it's like, not very Slim. good. Yeah. But it's like, this is what we do on a Saturday. And, like, maybe we were inside our own little bubble 
as far as like that's kind of what we did on Saturdays. Not all your people were there. She didn't care who wasn't there. Yeah, Yeah. and and so it it just doesn't feel like that's the case. But we've talked about it a lot. The the college student has definitely changed a lot in even ten short years. Okay, so I had this this uh, idea presented to me today. I don't know if it's legal or if you can even do it. But as a university, can you? You'll start can, using AI to get fans yeah, there. Maybe. <laughs> Rams did it. Uh can you with the Greek, can you say like mandatory seventy percent of people enrolled in Greek have to be at the games on Saturday? As the university? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or like I don't know how you how you penalize them, but if or fifty percent. Fifty percent of the enrollment in the Greek yeah. sorority fraternity System. has to yeah. be at the game. I would think the only way you could probably do something like that is if you were like, you know, if you have 80%, we'll use 80%. If okay. you have 80% of your actives, I think that's what they call actives, them. Actives, good word, yep. Are at the games throughout the year. Yeah. You have all five or six home games, then we will give you... Million dollars. $2,000. Oh. You know, probably not a million. Probably not. But you get what I'm saying? Like, you have to give them some sort of incentive. Yeah, but then the ones that obviously... I mean, they're they're going to be out early. They're like for two games a season. Like, ah, we ain't winning that. Well, and it would probably be difficult to. I mean, why not just mistake? make it mandatory? Like, if you're going to be a part of this university, if well, you're going to be. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't that's know. an interview two or three with Henderson. Question, maybe not the first. <laughs> I don't know if he want to approach that one. But yeah, so we we got a lot coming up tonight. We're going to talk some Duck and Dogs, Lady Texter basketball. We're also going to talk about. Um, the loss to Sam Houston State. We'll talk a little bit about Jacksonville State coming up this weekend. Uh, we also got New Tech President Jim Henderson will join us at 645. Excited for our first conversation with him. Obviously, he didn't have to do this interview, but he, he was welcome or he was gracious enough or he's going to be gracious enough to take some time uh, to talk with us for 15 minutes or so. But uh, I want to start big news of the day uh, at Louisiana Tech. We've talked a lot about college basketball starting up last Monday night. Eight days ago, Tech, the men fell on the road at Colorado State, 81-73. They bounced back last night with a 100-43 win over Lyon College. Uh, a number of players were incredibly impressive through, throughout that game. We'll get to that in just a second. But the big news, Daniel Bacho, transfer from Texas Tech, six foot 235 pounds, native of France, uh, he's been deemed eligible. He it was officially came out just before three o'clock this afternoon, and this is a massive, massive, massive addition to Tech's roster and Talvin Hester. And listen, the men look really good for the first two games. Like you can see a lot of potential on the floor. Uh, it's very evident the roster is much more talented. But you stick a six eleven kid in there with a ton of collegiate experience. Heck, this team's got a chance to dance. I think it's interesting how, you know, we're old. It's an old team. Yes, 21.4 years old, average age. Wow. It's an old team. In a conference like Conference USA. Mike can... Mike can make a run. Would love to see it. I just... this I, I'm excited about the, the the big difference from last year. Like you Yes. Just, it's a lot of optimism. A lot of optimism. Lot Scoring of 100 them. points, I don't care who you're playing. You've got to make it. the shots. Yeah, I'll take triple digits. Uh, Bacho's played one game in his career against Louisiana Tech. That was last year while he was at Texas Tech. 
the Red Raiders knocked off the Dunkin' Dogs 64-55. In that game, Bacho played 30 minutes. He had 9.7 rebounds and 6 blocks. He said, I like the way they play. I'm going there. It's called an ultimate rim protector. Tech to tech. Yeah. Hey, tech times two. Uh, looking at the game last night, obviously, Louisiana Tech wins 100-43 against Lion College. Bet you don't know the mascot for Lion College. Lions. The Scots. Oh, the uh, Scots? Yeah, what is the what Scots? What is a Scot? I, I couldn't tell you. Kind of looks like a some type of a horse, maybe a Bronco. Lions. Is it Lions? Lion. L-Y-O-N. They're a D3 school located in the state of Arkansas. Arkansas. Just to our north. Uh, But in that game, Jalen Henderson leads the Bulldogs in scoring, scores 24 points in 21 minutes of action. Uh, Isaiah Crawford goes over the 1,000-point mark in his career, becomes the 45th fifth player in Louisiana Tech history to do so. Crawford had 21 points on 9 of 14 shooting from the field, also pulled down 8 rebounds. Uh, Devin Reed transferred from Louisville, scored 18 points in 20 minutes. Uh, He was 5 of 6 from 3-point range. For a second straight game, Drayvon Mangum pulls down 10 rebounds. Uh, He had 11 points to go along with that. Uh, I believe, looking at the roster, you had 10 players get double-digit minutes and you had nine players play at least 18 minutes. So uh, a nice tune-up for Talvin Hester's squad. Like I said, the the biggest thing that sticks out to me, and obviously you can't draw a whole lot from a win over Lyon College, but body language. Like, these guys like each other. All right, you want to guess how many students go to Lyon College? About 732. No. 486. 496. That ah. was very close. <laughs> 496 and about 4% of them are on the basketball team. Did that remind you of your old high school, the Calvary Cavaliers? Did we do not speak of my okay. old high school. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, off Sorry. limits. All right. Sorry about it. But uh, four Bulldogs and double figures last night. So uh, a good win for Talvin Hester squad. They'll be back in action again Thursday night when they make the short trip down I-20 to take on the Warhawks of ULM. Uh, Keith Richard's squad, I believe they picked up a road win over Central Michigan this past weekend, so they'll come in like Louisiana Tech at 1-1 one and one overall. For the ladies, Brookstore squad, we talked about it uh, last Tuesday after their win over LSUA. They have Education Day last Thursday. They defeat Louisiana Christian, that's formerly known as Louisiana College, 88-52. Uh, a number of quality individual performance for the Lady Texters. Analar Robertson has 15 points, 9 rebounds. Paris Guillory, the freshman, scores 16 points in 12 minutes of action in her first game. As a Lady Texter, Salma Bates continues to shoot it well from the outside. She has 11 points, wins 3 of 6 from downtown. Autumn Smith comes off the bench with double figures, 10 points, 5 rebounds. Also, Dished out three assists. That was in 23 minutes. And then Sylvia and the TV. Shout out to you, girl. Eight assists mm. in 22 minutes. Sharing so, the rock. Sharing the rock a little bit. So Brooke Store uh, and her lady texters will be on the road Sunday at number 11, Texas. That's a 2 p.m. tip off Sunday afternoon on the Longhorn Network. Beck, I got to be honest with you. Longhorn Network sucks. Does it? Don't say that word. Sorry, Claire. Uh, Listen, last Man, it is your mom's one wish okay. for you not to say that word. I agree, but Longhorn Network. All right, so I've had a few experiences with Longhorn Network. Go back to 2019, Tech Football opens their year on the road. 
at Texas. It was a bloodbath. I think the final was 45-14. Tech looked good in their uniforms. Yep. I think they wore a little white, white, blue. Okay. Uh, you can appreciate that. I know you don't like a red helmet, white, blue. Like yep. You're yep. just good not a about yep. that. Uh, that game was on the Longhorn Network. Two homers making the call. I get it. It's a Longhorn Network. You're going to have Longhorn announcers. <laughs> Second, take baseball as the Super Regional at Texas in 20... Or, excuse me, not Super Regional. NCAA Regional at Texas. 2022. Okay. Also a couple games on Longhorn Network. Not a big fan. Just a homer? Uh, okay. Not necessarily that. I just don't like the Longhorn Network. Okay. Explain to me. Why do you got to have your own network? I was going to say, explain this to me. I, I mean, it's they pay to produce it. They got deal. Like, how does that work? Yeah, they pay to produce it. I guess ESPN probably gives them a little cash. I don't know what's happened to the Longhorn Network and they go to the SEC. I would imagine it doesn't survive. Yeah, I just, you know. Can't see the old SEC being too happy about it. How many schools got their own networks? One. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's more than one. Now, we see these. Conference USA TV was yeah, phenomenal yeah, yeah. Seen, yeah, throughout yeah. its run. Uh, Mountain West Conference has their own little Mountain West network, tremendously produced uh, for the Tech Colorado State game. Unless you're going to get some homers. Like, I'm kind of halfway kidding about that. I, I'll be honest. I wish Tech's broadcasts were a little more homerish. Yep. Like, But it is what it is. You're supposed to be down the middle like you are. I get it. You know? You're supposed to be. Supposed to be. Man, by the way, that flannel. You like it? It is flannel season. It's like 72 outside, isn't it? <laughs> but I might be stretching season. a little bit. I got, You're my, just ready. Yeah, I got the community group coming over tonight. We got a little fire planned, so I figured. Why not? Flannel. Why not? All right, Tapes. Got to take our first time out. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. You get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 993 We come back. Going to dive into this loss to Sam Houston State on Saturday afternoon, 42-27. Be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. 
all the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me as we break down what happened in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind on your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888-993-7762. Beck, you know, we knew going into this game, Louisiana Tech, Sam Houston State, Sam Houston State was 1-8. They'd picked up their first one of the year previous week against Kennesaw. Yep. Bulldogs were 3-7. and seven. I think they'd lost four in a row since they got to 3-3 three and three with a win over UTEP out in El Paso. Yep. Um, obviously, both teams, I'm not going to say desperately, but both teams needing a win uh, as they look to salvage some momentum down the stretch. And you look at each team's schedule, both teams have lost numerous one-scored games. So I think that we knew it was going to be a good football game. Yeah, we. I, I would say if you thought Tech – I think early in the season we circled this game. We're like, that's dub. dub. It's yeah. at home. It's homecoming. Sam Houston's terrible. Uh, turns out they're not terrible. Their record was terrible. Uh, I think we had a pretty good idea that they're a better football team than their record says. Then you factor in Tech, who had high expectations for the year. Again, we pick them to win seven, eight games, whatever we do. Every year. Every year. Uh, so Tech was certainly trending down, I, I would say. And, and Sam Not Houston, the first year football. in FBS, uh, they're trying to find their identity, well, figure uh, out who they on, are. Before you go further, I think going into it, like you look at the two teams, like – Tech, a three and seven team that had some expectations coming in. Like yep. we were a part of that. Like we were talking them up. We were talking about how, you know, this team was going to get it going. They're going to be back in a bowl game for the first time since twenty twenty. Like we were pretty pumped up. Yep. And then on Sam Houston's side, it's like you're making the transition. Uh, you know, obviously you want to transition better than one and eight coming in this game. But I think you could see like a Tech side that's like, yeah, we haven't performed up to expectations. Where the other side is Sam Houston, like, all right, we still got a lot to play for. Like, we have to get an FBS win. And we're getting better every week. You you had Liberty, who's undefeated. On the ropes. On the ropes, three yards away from winning the game. Yes. So, and Tech didn't play Liberty that well. No. And so you, you knew that, like, it's at least in them. You, you kind of imagine that Liberty probably slept on that game a little bit. But, yeah, it certainly felt like, Sam Houston had more to play for than Tech. It was going to be tougher for Tech's coaching staff to get Tech fired up than it was going to be for Sam Houston's, in my opinion. No, I, I think that's like that's understandable, though. Like When you have a team that comes in with expectations, like let's take Texas A&M, for example. Every year, Jimbo Fisher, he's got all this talent. Like They're the number 10 team in the nation. And then by the time they get to the middle of October, 
They're out of the race. Lane Kiffin's sitting there saying, well, A&M's fighting for bowl eligibility. Well, like, Texas A&M's goal is not bowl eligibility. Yep. I think our expectations here in Ruston are get to a bowl game, possibly compete for a Conference USA championship come the middle of November. But you didn't get to your expectations. So I, I think it was understood that Sam Houston State was probably a little bit more motivated just from the pure fact of Trying to get your first win. Yes. They, they, they felt like they had more to prove, I, I guess is the best way. Four or five plays into the game, Adrian Murdahl goes 48 yards for a touchdown. It's 7 nothing Sam Houston State, and I was like, oh boy. Like, it was like, man, I hope it doesn't go this way. And it just felt like throughout the entire first half, following that touchdown, Tech got a couple field goals. Sam Houston State scored one more touchdown, but it was... You know, Charvis Thornton's running for the 47-yard touchdown. Ball gets punched out from behind. That's when I got worried. Yeah, and it just felt like, oh, no. Like, not not one of these games today. Like, it's that's not the type of football game. I thought in the first half, Cyrus Allen had a couple drops, and it was like, golly, like, you know, that's not normally the way that Cyrus Allen plays. I thought Hank Bachmeyer, you know, he threw the ball well down the field throughout the game. I think both of you, you and I were looking at each other, and we were like, wow, like, he Buckmar's lighting it up like like vertically like and you go look at some of the pro football focus numbers and it's like throws I believe it was twenty plus yards down the field he was like six of ten for like two hundred and sixteen yards I mean like yeah it honestly was shot play after shot play two or three other of those throws that were were really perfectly really thrown catchable. balls but yeah. either good coverage or or just not I would I don't want to say dropped but he, tough to come down yeah, with. yeah how many how many college quarterbacks are making those throws and half of them aren't even catchable it's like yeah. they were great. he was doing great i was really happy with how he played yeah i, I thought hank bachmeyer played one of his better games of the year a 91.5 pro football focus grade it's great uh that was the best of hank bachmeyer's career yeah like and listen, 27 points to show for it feels unfair it, it does feel unfair you put up 500 yards of offense you only scored 27 points the the two interceptions late uh, the one interception that went back for a pick six, which is ultimately the dagger, I, I hated that because you got pressure from your backside. You try to elude the pressure. I'm, that's not that fault is not on Hank. No, he opinion. gets hit. Ball comes out, floats into the air. They run it back for a touchdown. I'm like golly, like you know. It, but at the same time, it's kind of felt like one of those years. Like yeah. you've had so many injuries at the running back position. Bachmeyer misses four games earlier this year with an injury. Uh, you know, Cyrus Allen missed a couple of games. I think he was out, you know, early in the SMU game. He missed the Northwestern State game. Smoke was banged up in this game. I think it was pretty evident uh, watching him run around out there that he didn't have that extra that extra juice that he normally has. And he had seven catches but only goes for 25 yards. And, you know, obviously we hope Smoke can finish out his career with a, with a really quality game against Jacksonville State on Saturday. But, uh... Also, you talk about the forty-two points, and you get that it's too many points to a Sam Houston State team. Thirty-five is on the defense. The seven is yes, on pick six. Correct, but still, that's the story of this game for me. Is, is and, and you came in a little pillow talk in the post-game show talking about how you saw some good things on defense. Yeah, nine said, tackles for loss. Okay, you gave up thirty-five points to a team that hadn't won a game in FBS at home Fair. after you gave up. 600 yards last week the story for me and and honestly call me crazy i feel like if a team is struggling to have the juice it's probably going to show up on defense first 
I agree. Offense, they still want to score. Well, I think offense, and I'm not saying this is what happens, but like offense, you can't tell as much as you can yeah. on defense. Yeah. Because defense, if you're not physical, gonna it, it's going to show up pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. It was, uh, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't feel like Sam Houston's quarterback was anything like crazy special. Uh, he was okay. He was okay. He, he found some some run game a little bit when he when he needed. I, I think before the game, Sonny Cumbie said he's really competitive. He's really gritty. I think you saw some of those attributes throughout the game. Like he's not going to wow you with his talent. He's going to find a way to get a few yards. Yeah. Not afraid to, afraid to stick his shoulder down there in the run game. Right. Try to fall forward for right. a couple extra yards. Yeah. That type of guy. But. You know, you go to the second half, and you're down eight at half. You got the ball coming out. You're like, all right, feeling pretty good. Bachmeyer hits Cyrus Allen over the middle. Second play of the half, and it's a fumble. And that's another one of those plays where you're like, golly. Like, and I said in my article on Monday, I was like, the turnovers were a little fluky. A little fluky. You hate fluky turnovers, but that's the game we play. And I think Sonny Cumbie kind of alluded to it as well in terms of, and I think it's a microcosm of this season. Every time this Tech team has gained a semblance of momentum, they've been unable to keep it on their sideline. Cyrus Allen catches the 45-yard ball down the middle. Get a penalty, brings it back 15 yards. Yeah, but to me, that's that's not. Yeah, that's, but that's but, not like a fluky thing. No, that's not fluky. But I'm saying that's part of losing your momentum, yeah, right? Like, like but somebody's got to be accountable for that. That's a that's a big mistake. No, no, it absolutely. It's a huge mistake. It's a mistake that you can't make. And I, I think Cyrus Allen knows that. I think he understands that. Sonny Cumbie did a great job at pulling him off the field and you know trying to get his point across. But what I'm saying is, every time you have the momentum, you seem to give it back. It's like. You get them in a third and four. You jump off sides first down. Or, you know, fourth and two. Or, you know, whatever it was. Like, it just feels like every chance that you have to potentially take over a football game, you get it back to 21-13. You allow a three-play 75-yard drive, 28-13. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, you're just sucking the momentum right out of your sideline so quickly. And that's what football is. It's such a huge momentum sport. Because you don't get to do things quickly. So, when they... When they go, <laughs> Siri, whoa. sorry Siri, I didn't know she was co-hosting today. Uh, but that's the thing in football is what's so frustrating, and I think especially in the world we live in now, where everything's so quick, it's you give up points. Like you know, it takes a long. You can have a quick drive or one big play, but it still just takes a long time as far as minutes to like get back in the game. Yeah, and that's why momentum's so crazy in football. Like in, in basketball, you can go on a nine zero run and in, in a three minute and a possessions. Half. Yeah. yeah. And in football, it's like, God, it's a three-score game. It's going to be 45 minutes before we're back in this game if everything goes right. Yeah. And it's hard to sustain a drive. It's hard to keep well, players engaged. If and- you make mistakes, it takes away from the element of you almost have to be perfect. Yeah. And, and we've talked about that a lot throughout the year. But why is everybody else better than us at this? Well, why are other teams getting the fluky turnovers? Our defense hadn't turned over a pancake this year. And I'm just curious. like, What is it about Tech that keeps us from – just one of those Being years. on the other side. I know, but it's the third year in a row, Ben. I know. No, I'm, you can almost say the fourth year. Sean says he coined the phrase tech gonna tech. That was years ago. Still a thing. Well, shout out to you, Sean. Yeah, like, shout out to you, Sean. You so I don't know creative. if you made up that or not. I know you like to say you did. But shout out to you. 
I just think that, like, you talk about being perfect. like, And like I said, we've talked about it a lot throughout the year, and it's like you go back to that Western Kentucky game. You're down 35-7, to I believe, at the half. Like, yeah, you came back and you made it 35-28, but at the same time you have the turnover late that ultimately, you know, quote-unquote causes you to lose the football game. I don't know if, you know, we can, we as people that analyze the game, we can point to, Jack Turner made a throw late, and it's an interception, and that's why you lost the game. Well, like, technically, you didn't lose the game. Like, you lost the game because you had to be absolutely flawless in the second half that you didn't give yourself any sort of, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of leeway. And and that might be the team that we have this year. Or, it's not. Might That is the team that we have this year. There's just not a whole lot of ability I say ability. There, there's not a whole lot of, you have to be perfect. There, there's too many times where you have to be perfect offensively. Where Hank Bachmeyer, like like this game, it's 35-27. You get the football. Now, yeah, like you only need one score, but you got to be perfect on that. Like you can't make the mistake. One of the 11, we hear all the time, like I got to do my one job. You don't do your job, you ultimately lose the football game. So, I, I mean, it's a tough loss on Saturday. Uh, it's good to see the players, you know, they continue to play hard. I, I think that, uh, like we talked about before we broke down the game, like it's not an easy time of year uh, as far as, you know, figuring out. Uh, I say figuring out. It's not an easy time of year to get up. Like, you, you know you're not going to a bowl game. Uh, there's a lot of seniors across this roster that they're wrapping up their collegiate careers. A lot of them are la- racking or Don't hurt yourself. Racking up, yep. wrapping up their football careers. until You know those guys are going to play hard. Do you, think, do you think it's harder to, to end the season away than it is at home? Like at home, you have some pride, you know, protect the yeah, Joe. I agree. But we got where is Jacksonville State? Florida, Alabama. I knew that. Uh, Apparently, not, not not a super far travel, but it's still you got to go over there. You're playing a team that I'm gonna be honest, pretty good. Call me crazy, but they're gonna be a little more hungry than you are. They are, they got more to play for. They got more to play for. It's just science. It's not criticism. It's just science. Science, yes. Not saying I don't understand the science part of it, but I don't it's understand science. a whole lot of science. Psychology so. and science. It is psychology. Yeah, Jacksonville State seven and three, five and first one year in, in FBS. They're trying to make a statement. They can't go. They can't win, right? They have a ban. Yeah, they can't play in a bowl game. They can't play in a bowl game. So this is probably hey, coach is probably saying, guys, this is your bowl game. Actually, I think they can play in a bowl game. You know how? Just get a random invite. Not enough uh, bowl eligible teams can get them in. Wow, just a down year in college football, huh? And it's from what I've read. Brett McMurphy works for the Action Network. He's one of the worst sources in college football. He misses a lot, but B Murphy. Yep. He he says uh, if they uh, he said not looking great in terms of bowl eligible teams. Wow. Shout out to you, Brett. Maybe maybe that's what Rich Rod's got the boys jacked up about this week. <laughs> so that's a 1 p.m. kickoff on Saturday afternoon. When we come back, let, let's talk about the last week of the year. Like, let's talk about the season. Uh, you can get into Burgess Snowfield for 16 bucks on Saturday. I can tell you that. Okay. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout, 2008 Champions Way in Ruston. 
at the Rustin Sports Complex. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call what? or text the show at 888-993-7762. A little premature. Yeah. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Sports Talk 97.7. Get us 888-993-7762. Mentioned earlier in the show, we got... President Jim Henderson, Dr. Jim Henderson. Is it president-elect, or is it we already calling him president? Well, you can call him president. I believe he takes his post January Prez. 1st. Yeah. You going to call him press? Nope. You going to ask him uh, if he's a visor guy? Whew. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, looking ahead to this game on Saturday. We mentioned that Tech's 3-8. and eight. We mentioned that Jacksonville State is 7-3. and three. Um, Tech is ten point underdog, right? Yes, 10 and a half. yeah, something somewhere in that range. Um, obviously, Tech's lost five in a row. I believe they haven't won since I want to say maybe September twenty ninth, September thirtieth. It's been a while. Uh, obviously, a lot of frustration. I can only imagine in the building. I can only imagine how frustrated fans are. Blah blah blah. Like we're all frustrated. Like back here, you can here. imagine because we are. Well, and here's my frustration. Like, forget that we're three and eight in 2023. We're very good in 2022. We're very good in 2021. COVID year was awful. That's been four years. Like, since COVID- we've had like good football. What was it been? What were you four and eight the year before that? No, 2019 won ten games. Oh, I remember those days. Is it realistic with Tech's financial situation to get back to winning eight, nine, ten games? That is, that is seven, the, eight, the fear right now. I it think, is? I think people are looking at, we're in a really deep hole. How do you get out? And, and I've had a lot of people say, you know, how does this Tech roster compare to, like, Tech rosters of the last 10 years? And my thing is, like, I don't think Tech has a bad roster. Like, I think they got good players like Smoke Harris, Hank Bachmeyer, 
uh, Cyrus Allen, Marquise Crosby, he's been hurt this year. Tyree Shelton's been really good when he's healthy. Uh, Kyle Maxwell has made a lot of plays down the field as a vertical passing or vertical threat. Uh, Marlon Jackson's come on as a freshman. Carson Bruno's a good young right tackle. Uh, Burt Hale's done a really good job. Dakota White's been a starter for you know three and a half years at left tackle. Like I think there's a lot of good players defensively. We could talk about Deshaun Hall. He's having a career year. Uh, tackles for loss and sacks. Brevin Randall's had a good year. Jeslord Botang's had a good year coming in from Akron. Miles Hurd, Willie Roberts is one of the best corners in the entire country. But I say with this caveat, you know, outside of a Willie Roberts, I think when you compare it to teams of the past, it's like, okay, teams of the past had a lot of good players. But they also had a Jeff Driscoll. They also had a Trent Taylor. They also had a Carlos Henderson. They also had a Kenneth Dixon. They also had a Vernon Butler. They also had a Quentin Patton. They also had a Miles White. You get what I'm saying? You got some pieces that make it like, look pretty good. Like yeah. Colby Cameron was really good as a quarterback. But Colby Cameron had two NFL receivers. He had an NFL running back. He had Tevin King who, if Tevin mm-hmm. King never gets hurt, like, my gosh, the career he would have had. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I... And, and I don't know if you can get that type of NFL talent. Like, we had it last year with Trey Harris. You did? Now, can you keep a Trey Harris every single year, or can you stock your roster with four or five Trey Harrises? I'm not going to sit here and say that you can. And, and, and we, you'd, Because that's the challenge that I think we're in in this era. Yeah, and you'd, and you'd be pretty stupid to think that we're not in a totally different era of college football now than we were Way five years ago. different. And it's and you guys are coming out of high school with a, with a price tag on them. Yeah. Where before there was a price tag on them, you just couldn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just different. Like the guys are in high school watching their buddies, hearing them, seeing the twitters, hearing who's getting a bunch of money, and they're thinking that could be me. That could be me. Well, and I also wonder too. And I've heard different coaches. I'm not saying Tech should do this, but I almost wonder if like, and, and this sounds very ignorant to say like i i completely understand how stupid this sounds but it's like i wonder if part of your sales pitch and i don't know how you make the sales pitch as far as like why don't you come here and show how good you are and if you are that good go somewhere else yeah like do you just identify like as a as a stepping stone school yes like and that sounds so crazy to say but you like, probably have a better chance of retaining them if you get them here than you yeah. do if they don't come. If they don't ever come, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's a silly statement, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You like, have a better chance of getting them if you tell them, like, I know what you're about to do. Yeah, but, like, it also sounds nuts, though, if you go into a house and you're like, hey, come show how good you are. Come catch 80 passes or come rush for 1,000 yards here and then go somewhere. The, the player's going to be like, or his parents at least are going to be like, yeah, this guy's kind of whack. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you, I mean, I, but you kind of get where I'm coming from as far as that topic or discussion point and at the same time like tech's got to get some better nil in place like we hear the cost of attendance discussion like you, you got to get more competitive in that aspect to give you know to give sonny Cumbie and his staff you know at least a, a fighting chance on the recruiting trail for some of these kids and, and donald and monroe chimes in and says with this year's schedule getting eight to ten wins was certainly achievable how many games did we lose by one by a single possession because of lackluster play that ultimately goes up to your coaching, four, and throwing last week's debacle where we're down one score before the pick six. And I, I get that argument, too. Like, I, I do think, and I think, too, and I was the guy, Beck, 
Like, I was the guy that when conference realignment, when we were going through the whole shindig, and it was almost nauseating to get on Twitter to see this school going here and that school going there, and we're sitting here like, golly, like, man, we're better than Rice. We're better than Charlotte. We're better than North Texas. What's North Texas ever done on the gridiron? You get what I'm saying? Yep. But I was also the other guy on the flip side. I was like, guys, be patient. Win a bad conference. Like, yeah. Be the school that dominates the bad conference. And right now, and I'm not talking about just football. I'm talking about baseball. I'm talking about you know baseball. Dallas Baptist comes in. Dallas Baptist was clearly the cream of the crop last year. And Lane Burroughs said it to us. He's like, Dallas Baptist has no business dominating the league like they dominated the league. Like, they don't. Like, good program. Like, very good baseball program. But should they win 25 games within the league? No. No. Like, basketball. Like, you lose a North Texas who's been pretty decent on the hardwood. You lose FAU. FAU. They made the run to the Final Four. Like, FAU's not a Final Four program. Like, they got you know, they got hot at the right time. But the bottom line is, the league's been much better than we probably expected. Mm-hmm. I will still sit here and say, like, you can't lose to Sam Houston State at home in football. Yep. I will still sit here and say that Jacksonville State should not be a 10-point favorite over you. I will still sit here and say that Middle Tennessee's awful. Like, Middle Tennessee's not good. Now... Middle ten, like FIU, Tech beat FIU late. We came in here talking hair raid Hank and all this stuff about the late touchdown what drive. He for 280 or 380-something yeah, yards. A bunch of yards. We come in here and we're all jacked up, but at the same time, like Middle Tennessee beat FIU 40-6. to six. And like... Welcome to Conference USA. Yeah. Is that what Middle Tennessee told them? No. <laughs> That's just, like, Conference USA is unique in that fact of, good luck betting on them. (laughs) No kidding. I mean, anything can happen. Sam Houston almost beats Liberty. We thought Western Kentucky was going to be really good. I sat here and said, Western Kentucky, outside of the Ohio State game, they might win 11 games. They're 4-5. and Or, you know, whatever, 5-5, and 5-6. and I don't know what their record is. I don't really care about Western Kentucky. But, you get what I'm saying? Like, the league has been better than we expected it. But I also think from a whole athletics perspective, football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, soccer. Soccer didn't have a great year. It was good to see Amber McRae and the volleyball team qualify for the Conference USA tournament. But I would like to get to a point where it's like, all right, qualifying for the tournament, that's not necessarily our goal. And, and listen, I'm not saying that, that you know, you're going to take baby steps before you take giant steps, but you get what I'm saying, like, you want to get to a point where it's like, all right, we're rolling. Like, a little, little tough to look at in Mexico State and wonder how they turned around so fast. Well, that's what kind of probably it's a little I bit know of they're, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're an outlier. But still happens. How's New Mexico State an outlier? Because they're in Las Cruces, New Mexico, where you can pick to eat no, an I'm Applebee's or McDonald's. I'm saying it's one of ten schools that that happens to. Like, oh, you've yeah. got, if you've got a sample size of ten new coaches, Small, yeah. one of them's going to. Yeah. It's, yeah they're but the it still outlier. happened. Yeah, it did. And in Conference USA, you have every opportunity to win these games because not low quality of football, but like... And I also think, I think our football program is going to get back to winning. Like, Beck, we are in the mecca it's true. of recruiting. Like, the absolute, like, state of Louisiana is absolutely loaded with talent. Texas, East Texas, loaded with talent. South Arkansas, got a little bit of talent. Not going to say they're loaded. Just a little bit. 
Mississippi, plenty of talent. Like we're in a great spot for recruiting, and I fully believe that that's why we'll get back to winning. But it is a challenging era that we stand in. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. New Louisiana Tech President Dr. Jim Henderson will join us. You'll listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. Storage tank rupture, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's lives. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We are responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. you got to love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to welcome in Dr. Jim Henderson, new Louisiana Tech president. Dr. Henderson, extremely excited to chat with you tonight. I, I know your time's valuable. Thanks for taking some time to join us. Hey, it's my pleasure to join you. Thanks for reaching out. Absolutely. So I want to ask you first things first. You got an opportunity to be on campus this past weekend. Uh, I know your family is full of love for Louisiana Tech. How awesome was it for you just to be on campus uh, with so much going on around the homecoming scene? Well, first, let me, I feel like I have to start with expressing just disbelief at the tragic event that took place yesterday yes, sir. and how that senseless act of violence uh, occurring on that campus uh, affected four lives and just saw some 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 bad news uh, regarding Annie Richardson that's been yes, uh, reported and and of course our, our hearts go out to that entire family to all the certainly our thoughts are with the entire Louisiana Tech community there's, uh, there is uh, there's no explanation there's no way to to come to terms with this uh, senselessness uh, all we can do is and stay together and, and pray 
and I know there's such a vibrant community around Louisiana Tech and Ruston, uh, but they need to know there's an entire state that is uh, that is, is thinking about this community and our prayers. So that, that aside, let's, I want to go back to the, the weekend. And, uh, you know, there I was blessed to have my four grandbabies with me and a large part of my family, my wife, Tanya, of course. And uh, from from Thursday through when, when we left, I took them to the airport to fly back to Miami Monday morning. Uh, was just a magical weekend full of so many moments around an attack and, and just uh, affirmed every every bit of the passion we have for that university and for that community and just can't wait to get started in January. So I, w- I want to ask you, obviously you've been the president of the University of Louisiana system for nearly seven years now. What, was it always a goal for you to get back onto a college campus uh, like you had been at Northwestern State and Bossier Parish Community College? There was a bit of reluctance even when I left Northwestern to, to this presidency. And if there wasn't such a, a, a dire need for us to have some statewide leadership, it would I would never have left the university environment. And I love the work in Baton Rouge and working with the legislature and, and doing policy work and doing working with these nine universities. There's nothing that compares to the university life. You know, with, uh, at the volleyball game uh, Friday afternoon, watched. Uh, uh, the, the the lady bull affirmed their selection into the to the conference tournament, and I was a little bit incognito, wearing jeans and a, and a, and a sweatshirt. But uh, they put us on for the jumbotron. Of course, uh, uh, Connor, the SGA president, had to come over and say hello, and they just started a, a string of things. But but breathing joyous and passionate about university. There's, there's no replacing that uh, in the system level. And so uh, coming back to an institution is always a goal, but an institution that's exceptional at Louisiana Tech with such a strong foundation and such immense uh, potential for the future uh, is, is a dream come true. And I want to ask you, you know, you talked about your previous experience at both Northwestern State and Bossier Parish Community College. You saw enrollment growth at both of those universities Obviously, now that we've gotten out of COVID, we, we've seen enrollments really not only at Louisiana Tech, but really uh, across the, the state kind of go down at, at some different spots. What do you attribute, or, or what's the biggest key to kind of getting the enrollment going back in the, a positive direction? The offerings of the institution, the messaging from the, from the institution, and it has to be owned by every person uh, associated with the institution, especially the faculty and staff. Of course, the administration's got to set the conditions conducive to growth. It means in getting a, a community that's excited about the university and, and, and realizing it is a it is a place where uh, you can build the knowledge that, that empower you to, to grow your own social de- destiny, your own economic destiny. Telling that message effectively it takes a lot of work. Uh, the president has to to eat enrollment. Every day, have to uh, you can't grow without the infrastructure in place. That includes faculty resources. That includes uh, physical resources. Uh, but but there's plenty of room for growth, and, and it's 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 more a mindset than anything else. You know, at Bipsy, we were in the top five fastest for five consecutive years. The only college to ever be able to claim that that title. You know, Northwestern, we, we, we set the stage and, and led to the its highest enrollment over 130 years. And simply because it's... it's 
So, sounds like we're having some connection difficulties. We'll, we'll get Dr. Henderson back here in just a second. But, uh, Beck, you know, you talk about enrollment in colleges. Like, it, that is one of the, like, coming out of COVID, I, I feel like so many people are like, oh, I'll go online or I'll take three or six hours here, three or six hours there. And it, it, it becomes – it feels like college has become less significant. Is that the best way to well, say and, it? And, you know, across the state, they're they're lowering admission standards just to get enrollment numbers back up. I mean, that's kind of where we're at now. And, and I think, you know, there's picking up trade schools and, and other things and, and people starting to question, hey, is a, is a, a degree for me and spending the money to get a degree, is that, is that something that's worth it or is there something else I can do? Now there's all these um, other online options. And it's so it, it's a challenge for for a university president to, to continue to generate the interest and to continue to, um, you, you got to prove that, that this experience is worth the investment and the money. And, um, uh, so you're right. I mean, it's a, it's a big part of, of, uh, of their job right now. And, you know, but for him to have those numbers grow at Bibsey and Northwestern is impressive. Yeah. And so we obviously had that disconnection, but we're, we're going to get him back here in just a second. But, uh, you know, it, it is, and that's kind of what a lot of college students are doing. So let, let's get right back to the hotline where we got Dr. Henderson. Sorry about that, uh, Dr. Henderson. But hey, yeah, was, was, it, was it something that I said, man? <laughs> yeah, no, you're all good. You're all good. It, it might have been on our end. But uh, I want to ask you, too, you've talked a lot about uh, in- increasing the general endowment at Louisiana Tech. In terms of your plans for that, is there anything you can share as far as some of the ideas that you have for that front? Well, we, we, we're going to have to become self-supporting. That's just the future of, of higher education. And, and to do that requires, uh, of course, you have to be entrepreneurial within your own offerings. And, and, and Tech has done that. You know, the Enterprise Campus under Davey Norris and, and his team, you know, with the, the Tech Point One, Tech Point Two, and, and the associated offerings there, that's a good example of public-private partnerships. But really being aggressive and building the endowment that gives you the support to supplement your offerings. And, and you know, the endowment's, are grown when people contribute to excellence. And you think about the areas for, for, for Louisiana Tech. Scholarship, of course, is, is huge. Research is huge and meaningful research. Uh, and, and then, of course, infrastructure. And when you can divide those into some pockets that people feel comfortable investing in, you build an endowment that, that you can operate or supplement the operations of the university with the interest earnings on an endowment, and it lasts in perpetuity. There's a reason why when you go to Harvard or when you go to Yale or when you go to some of the Ivy League institutions, you see uh, the, the, this incredible infrastructure. You see well-compensated faculty. It's because they operate off of their endowments completely. We can never get there as a state institution, and that really should even be our focus. But certainly we can augment what we do and really elevate the quality of what we do by getting those private resources in and investing them in key strategic areas. So that's, that's going to be a key, uh, key part of our efforts over these first five years for sure. And so I want to ask you this. You talk about working together with your faculty. Uh, obviously, I've never been a, a university president, so I can't relate to this. But with so many people that look up to you as the university president, whether they're students or faculty, how do you juggle getting to know all these new faces and getting them to work together with one another as you're kind of trying to lay your footprint in your first few months on the job? It's one of the so I have nine university presidents that report to me, and as we've I've been able to hire seven, and my first message to them is never confuse the office of the presidency with the occupant of the office of the presidency, because that office is worthy of all the respect and all the trappings that go with it. The occupant has to earn that every single day, and the way you do that is being authentic, being present, 
and engaging people in the conversation in very substantive ways where they understand that they've got an ownership stake in that operation. And, and that requires, you know, to take the, the, the old adage we used to use back in, in, in the 80s and 90s was management by walking around. Uh, there's a beautiful off 16th floor of Wiley Tower at, at Tech. It has un, un, unbelievable views, but, but I'll be spending very little time in that office. Most of it's going to be around campus in the community and, and of course, working with our, our alumni base that's spread across the country. Uh, presence, authentic presence is the way that you have those effective conversations and, and get that buy-in. Dr. Henderson, here at Bleed Tech Blue, we, we are uh, a majority uh, in athletics forum okay so that's a really big uh, uh part of what we do so i just want to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about how athletics goes in with the whole academic mission of the university i think a lot of young folks kind of uh, have the tendency to think um either the president is, is is geared towards academics or they care a lot about athletics and i'm going to give you a chance to to refute that and talk about how those two things really do go well together but obviously a lot of uh listeners and, and people are interested in, in kind of how you would how you see that happening and, and, and the importance of those two things together? Well, the, the two are inextricably connected, and, and to be honest, when you look at some of the best students that are uh, on our campuses, they, they a lot of them are scholar athletes. Uh, you know, the scholar athletes, the scholar part of that is is a, is not a, 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 a performative term. It is it's, it's really means something about these athletes, and they do extraordinarily well in the classroom. But athlete, athletics is a way to 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 generate tremendous earned media. Just look at what. Uh, Florida Atlantic did last year with their run to the Final Four. Most people had not really thought about Florida Atlantic mm-hmm. as a university before, and, and, and the earned media that they generated, hundreds of millions of dollars of earned media, put that campus on the map, not just in South Florida, but, but nationwide. And so you have a lot of people that aspire now to be owls and aspire to be part of that, that, that university. So, so athletics can be a, a key difference maker for an institution. But I am fiercely competitive. I, <laughs> I can't stand to lose. And so when you're going to have athletics, you've got to have winning athletics. You have quality athletics. That requires resources, but it requires a commitment from uh, the athletic administration. And, and certainly I've, I've gotten to know Dr. Eric Wood quite well and, and been very, very impressed with him and, and, and the program that he's trying to put in place. Uh, Louisiana Tech Athletics is steeped in history. Uh, you, you know, my dad played for Joe I.A., and uh, when he died he had a portrait of Joe I.A. above his bed at the Veterans Home because that's how much he respected and revered that man. Uh, some of uh, uh, my dad's oldest friends that are still around, Leo Sanford, uh, my dad's previous roommate was Cale uh, uh, Martin from Winsboro, who they wanted him to replace Johnny Weismuller as Tarzan, played for the Chicago Cardinals uh, World Championship football team. There's a rich, rich history of competitive championship athletics at Louisiana Tech. Uh, uh, we've got to, to expect nothing less going forward in the future. The game has changed a lot. NIL has changed. Transfer portal has changed. It's made it more complicated. Uh, but we've got a quality offering in terms of academics at Louisiana Tech in current terms of institutional prestige. It's a place that student-athletes should aspire to be, and we need to create the environment where they can be competitive and win not only in the classroom but on the court and on the field. Yeah, absolutely, and we're huge fans of Eric Wood here as well and have really – uh, enjoyed getting to know him. Last question, I'll let you get out of here. Uh, in terms of athletics, what, what are some of your short-term goals as far as right when you get on campus in the early part of January? Well, watching winning basketball, number one. And, That's and right. That, yep. this, this could be a very big year for the Lady Texters, and I'm a huge Brookstore fan. Uh, uh, just saw that we uh, 
uh, got a student athlete, uh, his uh, eligibility affirmed yes, by NCAA. He'll be a difference maker coming from Texas Tech. Uh, so excited about that. And, and you know, I, I might have to get my seats further up from the floor than, than, than President Geis because I have a loud voice and I use it. Uh, when especially when Tanya's not sitting beside me, I get a little bit rambunctious. Uh, but being engaged with that, but 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 more seriously to your point, is doing a, 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 a getting a full understanding of where we are athletically, looking at every program. I mean, you got the, the one, one of the premier bowling programs in the country. It doesn't get a lot of, of of attention sometimes in athletics, but but that's the standard. You know, that should be the standard. Um, uh, you've got a great track and field coach who I've gotten to know over the last couple of years. Uh, all athletics celebrated and. I want to get a real understanding of, of where we are and then what's the path going forward. And, and I think uh, we had a, a great conversation with uh, all of the head coaches just a, a few weeks ago. Uh, Dr. Wood certainly knows what my expectations are. I think he shares them. They're very complimentary. So we'll work together on, on getting a, an understanding of where we are and where we're going to be heading. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Henderson, we appreciate you taking some time to join us tonight uh, and certainly looking forward to getting to know you uh, once you get on campus here in January. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Now, I have to give a shout out to to the Misfits. They invited me to a, a a tailgate, and I just got a few minutes to stop by. But it was world class. And next time, I'm gonna I'm gonna add an extra thirty minutes to my my schedule just so I can hang out with those guys a little bit. So, uh, look forward to getting to know the entire tech community, especially those athletic supporters out there. Absolutely appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Doctor Henderson, new Louisiana Tech president. Give it, give it a shout out to the old Misfits. I think oh, that's they'll Joe love it. Fresh. Hey, we had, we had. Oh, that's right. That's Joey Fresh, old Tech dog. We got yeah. a. It's a great group of tailgaters. But in all seriousness, Doctor Henderson, uh, taking fifteen minutes to join us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We we couldn't be more honored. Obviously, I think that's the first interview we've had with the Tech president. Oh, might have to not do it honestly, but not no slight to guys. I don't know if we ever asked. We haven't. No, we haven't. But we might have to do it once a year. Yeah, I like it. It's to catch up. I do, too. Great guy. Great family. I like the Louisiana Tech lineage. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. You you know, you talk about getting somebody coming in from the outside or someone that knows uh, the landscape. I think it's interesting, too. He's been the president of the University of Louisiana system. So, like, not only does he know how Louisiana Tech operates, oh, but know, he knows how numerous schools around the state operate. You know, I was going to tell him, you know, I don't, I don't keep up with university president pipeline like quite like I do with coaches or players or anything so i didn't really know yeah i didn't really know how he ranked in the system but from a from my limited understanding uh being president of a couple universities in the state and then of the whole system can't can't hurt you can't hurt you it can't hurt you you. go ahead there next time out you listen to bleed tech blue radio sports talk 97.7 at louisiana national bank you're more than just a number you're a part of a team this is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. (laughs) 
Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, Tech fans, do you have a young Bulldog fan, eighth grade or under? Well, the Champs Kids Club, sponsored by Super One Foods, is perfect for you and your little Bulldog fans. It includes free admission to all Tech home regular season games, special Champs Kids Club only invites, and much, much more. Champs Kids Club memberships are on sale now. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. How about them dogs? Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back! Lee Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hage, John Taylor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to thank Dr. Jim Henderson, Louisiana Tech president, for joining us. It's probably us. pretty intimidating for him to come on the show for, with us. You know, we're intimidating guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're real intimidating. Uh, Undave Texter says, uh, gives you chills hearing his passion and his vision. Oh. I, I, I do think. and I was. Oh, you know what I love? Let's hear it. I, you tell me you're competitive. I need to hear that. I like it. I do. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. And I'm telling you, this is the first president transition that I've really followed. How yeah. long has guys been here? We were in school when guys. We were in school when guys. So I didn't care. We don't know what was going. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I do wonder about that. I think a lot, right or wrong. I think a lot of people think they're either academics or no. Athletics. You're no. That's and you said that in your question. Are you glad I said that? Yeah, very glad. No, you proud but, of me. But that is kind of the. The thought process, Which, as far as when you hire a president, does he like athletics or does he or does he not? Like we because hear that there's all certainly the time. some out there that are pretty pro academics over athletics, and yeah, there is kind of think of it as a. Drink. And, and I think Dr. Geist did a good job at kind of taking the next step <laughs> yeah. as far as athletics. Wise, there's no doubt that Dr. Geist was supportive of athletics. I can't really speak for Dr. Renault. Like obviously, we were in school, we didn't pay attention to it that much, but you can hear the passion, and he talks about how. And he's right about how the bowling team kind of gets overlooked sometimes. Right, we talk about the bowling team a pretty good bit. We do. But he says, like, that's the standard. And, like, Eric Wood, when he was brought in here, he talks about competitive excellence. Beck, if we're being honest, like, got to step it up a little bit. Yep. All aspects. Like, we went to a regional in baseball in 21-22. We played for a Conference USA championship in men and women's basketball. We got to get football back on track. Softball's been pretty good. Pretty good to have a regular season title on the on the uh, old softball diamond. But you, you kind of can hear the passion in his voice as far as, like, I'm going to win. Yeah, but and it's just there's a lot of work to do. And there is. There's a lot of work to do. If I, you're, you, know it would, you know it would throw me, like, I would hate it. What? Like, getting to know everybody. Oh, you're saying if you walked into the job. Because, like, as a president, like, if you meet a biology professor... That biology professor 
part of them judging you is going to be like, you better remember my name the next time I see you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. like, it's a little bit unfair as far as, like, you have to know so many different people in so many different walks of life because so many different people look up to you. Yeah, and, and you're you're really, like, kingdom of a pretty big area. Like, it's huge. Like, it's really broad. Yeah, and you and you talk about, like, you never get to the point where you're like, oh, I've completed everything. It's like, you know, <laughs> yes, you can't ever take a I deep mean, breath. I, yeah, and, and just, but I, I am, it was encouraging for me to hear that he, uh, and I, listen, Ben, it's not lost on you and I that this is, until we see something, until until we get a couple years in, it's like he's saying everything we want to hear, and he's sure. firing me up. Yeah. And I and okay. I have no reason to believe that he ain't gonna follow through. Oh yeah. But I'm just telling you, it's a big job. And I, I was I was very encouraged to hear that that athletics is a uh, is an important part of his and, and plan. To, about the, about the part about getting to know all these different people, like you know, you talked about Dr. Geis, and he goes on walks as far as Saturday mornings. Like for him, that was a way of like, I guess in a way, like you could get to know a lot of your students, and like some students, they were probably all about that. And they probably had the greatest relationship ever. Yep. And there are other students that are probably like, man, I'm not going on a walk at 8 o'clock in the morning no. on Saturday. Not doing like, it. I wouldn't have been that guy. No, you wouldn't have done it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I just think that it, that's an interesting element of the job because there's some people that are going to judge you way too harshly on whether or not you know them when in reality it's like, hey, dude, like, just go teach got a lot class. going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I got a lot of responsibilities. But I'm jacked up because he's ready to roll. I'm I'm encouraged. That was a great interview. Hey, and I got to be he's honest, welcome back anytime. When I see him chewing out a ref in the tack, no, oh. <laughs> I, was, I you know what I almost up. said when he said uh, I get a little loud. I was thinking there's about two guys I can sit you right next to <laughs> yes. in the tack. Yes. You'll fit right in. Two of your employees, two of yeah. your faculty. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I appreciate him coming on. That was uh, didn't have to do that, but he did. And welcome back on the program anytime. I'll tell you one thing. What? That's why we are the number one source for all things Louisiana Tech athletics. Yep. That's right. Hey, if hey. there's an interview to be had, we got it. BC and Beck are getting it. You know, I was thinking about the other can day. I promise man. you that. We've been slacking on the old player department. Last year, we we found that. As far as our player interviews, yeah. You want to start kicking it up next week? Uh, next week's Thanksgiving week. That might be a little tough. You gonna be in town next weekend? Next week? Yeah, next I'll be. I really just maybe a little day trip to the Treeport to see the fam. On Tuesday? No, I'll be here on Tuesday. Okay, that's what I'm really wanting. Oh, it's Charlie's Charlie's birthday. Shout out to old Charlie. Went to your birthday party the other day, Charlie. You're one of the goats. Uh, in case you hadn't heard, old BC and Beck, their kids are really struggling in the Satanist department. Yeah, we got it bad this year, but we're coming out of it. Uh, you want to talk about illnesses? BC's family has just been getting yeah, you shredded. Are some, you are some wimps. We are getting <laughs> shredded. Like the last month. I've had at least one kid sick every day. You know, honestly, it's a it's a it's a mindset. Is it? Yeah, got to get I'm, a little tougher in yeah, the I'm household. A little, I'm a little concerned. All right, I might pull a little tough guy you on. Tell Mrs. Mrs. BTB she needs to needs to tighten the ship a little bit. I uh, need to get over the old essential oils and start giving some real medicine. Something, do something. Burns. All right, Jacksonville State, uh, the Gamecocks seven and three, five and one in conference USA. Uh, they're not going to play for the conference championship. That'll be Liberty and New Mexico State. That one's signed, sealed, delivered. I mean, honestly, you banged your mind. Yeah, honestly, I don't like to do this, but freaking shout out to New Mexico State, man. They're pretty good. I mean, shout out to Jerry Keel. 
That guy's doing it. You've done a darn good job. You're doing it. Your team, your team's not very good, but you keep. Winning. When were they? What was their record last year? Uh, they went to a bowl game, but they're going to back to back bowl games for the first time in like six hundred. What was their record the year before that? Like awful. awful. Awesome. I mean, congrats. You know, nothing fires Ben Carlisle up more than a bowl game. And don't get me wrong. I'd take you a bowl take game. Right I'd now. take one so fast. Sure. But Ben has been consistent in his love for a bowl game for as long as I've known you. You ever been to a bowl game? I don't think I have. You went to that Owl Bowl with me in 2019. I did. Bob Diaco I did. I forgot up. about that. Yeah. Took the under on that one. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, New Mexico State before Jerry Kill got there, uh, two and ten, uh, twenty twenty big hey, year in twenty twenty. They went I'm just one and saying, one. You know, they went one and one in twenty twenty COVID year. <laughs> one and one. One and one. It's amazing. That's uh, two and ten in twenty nineteen, three and nine in twenty eighteen. You got to give it. Got to give them credit. Yeah, shout out. All right, Jacksonville State. They're seven and three. Three losses have come against Coastal. What Carolina. makes them so? Jacksonville State, Rich Rod. Rich Rod. Bottom line. Is he that good? Yes. What makes him so good? Uh, he's a good offensive coach. Really? Yes. Like that's not matching up well for what we got going on defense right now. No, uh, probably not. But they play two. They've played two quarterbacks. Uh, Zion Webb, I believe he's in his seventh season. Yes, seventh season. He's oh. thrown for nine hundred twenty-seven yards. Smothers, Logan Smothers, transfer from Nebraska. He's thrown for six hundred fifty-five yards. They've combined for eleven touchdowns, seven picks. So are they a ground game team? Yeah, they ran for over 2,000 yards in 10 games, 200 yards a game. Stack the box. Uh, Malik Johnson, Jackson, excuse me, five yards a carry. He's got four touchdowns. Zion Webb, the quarterback, 500 yards, four touchdowns. Ron Wiggins, shout out to you, Ron. Don't hear of many Rons in college football. 305 yards, four touchdowns. <laughs> Is that funny? You don't, hear, you don't, you don't hear, hear any Rods. You don't hear any Rods. Uh, Anwar Lewis, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Logan Smothers, the other quarterback, he's got six touchdowns rushing. Like, they had 24 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Perry Carter, transfer from ULM, leads the team with uh, 443 yards receiving, averaging 18 yards a catch. Hey, honestly, Leading receiver only has 25 catches. What I'm hearing is shout-out to the big boys up front. Yeah, they're doing a good job. Now, I'll tell you about their defense. First off, their defensive coordinator, Zach Alley. Uh, he spent his first year at ULM three years ago now, I believe. 2021. Was he that young guy? Yeah, he's 27 years old in his wow. first year as a D.C. So he's almost touching 30. Doing all right. Uh, defensively, they're a little undersized. But they, they get after it. You wouldn't know it. Oh, it's a fierce pass rush. Like, they will bring heat. You know, I almost completely forgot about pass rushing. Did you? <laughs> Tech hadn't rushed past it lately. Well, I just, I mean, it's, I'm not even dogging Tech. I'm just like, that hadn't been part of our game in a long time. Yeah, it has been a while. Jacksonville State's defense, they had 33 sacks this year. Oh. Tech's got about think, 18. I think old Hanky Slants is coming back. Get the <laughs> ball out quick. <laughs> get the it. ball out quick. I'm going to call Joey. Yeah, Tell him to get ready. Let Joey know the ball is coming out uh, Quay Drake leads him in tackles, 67 tackles from his linebacker spot. He's transferred from ULM. Zach Alley basically brought his whole team from ULM over to Jacksonville State, and they translated pretty well. Yeah, so good for them. Maybe ULM would have racked it up had they kept their players, but ultimately did not happen. So uh, Louisiana Tech, Jacksonville State, 1 p.m. kickoff on Saturday afternoon. We'll go ahead and take our final time out of the night. We come back, we're making our picks this is Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. 
At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new Fall Blizzard Treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dipped Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we put a bow on it this Tuesday night. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beckage, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Beck, you still uh, going to do Bleed Tech Blue Radio through the baseball season? Are we extending? Uh, thinking about it. Are you? Yeah. You just get to make that call, or how does that work? Well, reach out to our sponsors. Oh. See if we can put something together. You know, I know tapes s- shout out to our sponsors. Phenomenal. 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 We probably don't shout out to you enough, but yep. shout out to you. You keep us on the air. You know. Had a record number of I was podcast downloads last You know, I've actually, week. we've actually had a couple people reach out about sponsoring. Yes, we have. We appreciate you, too. Yeah. No doubt about it. Our stat guy is uh, part-time and is our uh, is our sponsor guy, so he'll get back to you soon once he's done looking up the stats. Yeah, you know? lo- got to love the stat guy. We love him. Yeah, if you're looking for all things Louisiana Tech athletics, I got I got to tell you something. com is the spot to be. Record number of downloads on the podcast last week. We've also set a record number of subscribers. We are your home for all things Louisiana Tech athletics. That said, let's get to picking the games, boys. Games. One game. All right, first thing. Dunkin' Dogs on the road, 6.30 p.m. Thursday night against ULM. Dub. All right, big pick dub. <laughs> uh, the women, Lady Texas, Brooks Store, 2-0 and on the road at Texas, number 11 Texas. Going to be a tough matchup. Dub. <laughs> Appreciate your tapes. And finally, the Gridiron Dogs will close out their 2023 season 10 point. Ten-point dogs at Jacksonville State. Let's go around the room. No, I'll let you go first. I'm going to let you go first. I don't have an over or under. But I'm going to say... Jacksonville State wins a nail-biter. 
31-29. Tabes, you want to go ahead? Probably hits the oh, over. 34-23 Jacksonville. So they cover. Oh, you just had I'm going to be and I'm and I'm going to preface this Ben. It pains me to say it. I love the dogs. I really do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I love them a lot. But I'm also not blind. I just we know. I'm just going to be honest. It's I hope I'm surprised, but I just think Jacksonville State's got a lot more to play for. They're going to be ready. And I don't I'm not just ultra confident that the dogs will. Doesn't mean I'm not going to support them, doesn't mean I don't love them. But I don't think this game is going to be super close. Okay. 35-17. Okay. Jacksonville State. Not closer than the score might indicate. Not. I mean, I just think, honest, I, if I'm being factual and I'm, like, looking with my eyeballs and not my heart, like, I'm not super confident we're going to stop the run. I think Jacksonville State's going to run the ball. Pretty good run team. Defense has left a lot to be desired. Doesn't mean I don't love them. Love every one of them dudes. Every one of them. Don't Need know their TFLs. names, but I love them. Need some TFLs. Need some TFLs. I'm just saying. All right. You I heard. hope I'm wrong. If, if I'm wrong, Ben. You'll eat crow. I will eat so much crow. Fair enough. You're a stand-up guy. Uh, Hangman says, please extend the show. I'd absolutely love it. Hangman, we're going to do our best. Obviously, baseball plays a lot of Tuesday night midweek games, but we're going to try to work around some of those midweek games and see if we can Maybe do a show every couple weeks, every three weeks, and uh, run this puppy on through the month of May. So, been a fun show tonight. John Tabor, you were tremendous as always. Beck Haynes, enjoy your hunting trip, pal. For BC, for Beck Haynes, for John Tabor, thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. One, the one and only Colin Cowherd is bold, unique, and outspoken. Wow. You can see him on The Herd, weekdays at noon Eastern on FS1 and the Fox Sports app. All right, it's the iCouple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. As I said, we got Mike Sando of The Athletic joining us shortly. But first, Rob, we talked about the Bills' loss to Denver last night. And Stephon Diggs, who's been disgruntled for a while now. We you know remember that, in the offseason, there was a yeah. big uh, uh, hubbub. Right. First that the coach made a stink and then said it was no big deal. You remember right. that? The coach said, Sean McDermott, he was very, what, very concerned about it? or it was That was the word. Serious. That was it. And yeah, then that the, very concerned, concerned, right? And then the next day he said it wasn't a big deal. 
<clears throat> and um, so anyway, Stefan Diggs' brother, 